The following art trap production has been made possible in part by subscribers like you. Drop the sonic device. Isn't my day, is it? Even the sonic screwdriver won't get me out of this one. Let's use this. What's that? The sonic screwdriver never fails. There we are. Neat, isn't it? This can function as a sonic blaster, a sonic cannon, and a circle and fold sonic disruptor. Doc, what you got? Uh, I've got a sonic cannon. Oh, never mind. What? It's sonic. Okay, let's leave it at that. Disruptor, cannon, what? It's sonic. Totally sonic. I am sonic to all. A sonic what? Screwdriver! Welcome back to the Sonic News Driver, selected Doctor Who news stories delivered to you sonically. For Earth Date, Wednesday, the 2nd of September, 2009. September? September already? How could that be? Where is the summer going? Well, for those down under, where is this winter going? This is Louis Trapani. There's not a whole lot of new, exciting Doctor Who news coming out of the UK lately which means that the floodgates will open soon after this episode goes out. (laughs) Isn't that always the case? Be that as it may, there's still stuff that we have yet to cover here on the Sonic News Driver. Although not a sponsor for this episode, I would like to give a shout-out to Dragon's Lair Comics and Fantasy for sponsoring Doctor Who Podshock. Check them out at dlayer.net. That's D as in dragon, lair.net. They have stores in Austin and San Antonio, Texas. Visit them in person. Visit them online. Give them a call at 512-454-2399. They sell Doctor Who action figures, CDs, comics, and so much more. We'd just like to thank them for supporting Doctor Who Pachak and, in a sense, supporting this episode as well, even though not officially. Tabloid Tenet. Well, the one thing that has been very consistent since David Tennant took the lead four years ago as the Doctor, the tabloids love to print stories with his name in it. The same will be true, and pretty much has been the case with Matt Smith so far. The latest is The Sun is reporting that Madonna, like a virgin, is trying to charm David Tennant and Kate Blanchett to star in her new movie project. The project is about Wallace Simpson, or Wallace Simpson, I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing that name right, but either or. A twice-divorced American socialite for whom Edward VIII gave up the throne to marry. The Sun reports that she has taken David out for dinner to persuade him to take the part of Edward, while Kate Blanchett would be playing the young Wallace, or Wallace, or Wally. (laughs) In other tabloid tenant news... It seems that many are abuzz over the news that Tennant is dating his on-screen daughter, Georgia Moffat. Hello? Hello? This is news? <laughs> Talk about time-traveling. I mean, this may have been news when Hillary Clinton was still making her run to the White House. For the White House, rather. But today, this is news? This is like... Hello? I don't know. <laughs> it sort of uh, reminds me when George Takei came out. I'm like, Hello? 
Okay, and I don't mean that saying okay. I mean OK Magazine has named David Tennant number two in their list of the ten hottest Scots. With James McAvoy leading the pack at number one and with Ian McGregor following Tennant at number three. The last of the Tardises, at least in Newport, South Wales. Officials are saying that the last remaining blue police box, affectionately known as the TARDIS, the last one standing in Newport, has concrete cancer. Dating back to the 1930s, this TARDIS received a Tom Baker-like scarf painted on it, or I should say around the exterior of it, in the 1970s, and has been a landmark in the Somerton estate for decades now. For safety reasons, the Newport Council had to fence it off. The concrete cancer means that metal supports rust and has caused surrounding material to crack and some of the metal work has become exposed. The Newport Council is on the lookout for grants to restore the building. In the meantime, this lone standing TARDIS in Newport remains fenced off. Let's hope that they can find the funds to restore it because it would be a shame to lose it. Sarah Jane Adventures Series 2 comes to DVD. A three-disc DVD set from BBC Warner is due November containing the second series of the Elizabeth Sladen in the title role series, The Sarah Jane Adventures. This Region 1 North American release is set for November 10th, containing 360 minutes of material covering 12 episodes at six two-part stories, and has a suggested retail price of $39.98. Expect your standard complement of extras included, though none of the details have been officially announced as of yet. Dreamland, the first image from the animated series Dreamland, starring David Tennant and Georgia Moffat, has been released. Take a peek at it at gallifreyandembassy.org or podchuck.net. This six-part series will debut via the BBC Red Button on BBC One and on the Doctor Who website. You can bet that this will be locked down behind the UK Iron Curtain. The 45-minute-long animation will also be broadcast in its entirety on CBBC, that's the children's BBC, this autumn, and also on the BBC HD channel. As mentioned, Georgia Moffat will be reunited with David Tennant, at least in the professional sense, not playing the Doctor's daughter this time, but rather playing the role of Cassie Rice. Also joining the cast is David Warner, who stars as the leader of the ruthless Viperox. As some of you may know, David Warner is no stranger to Doctor Who in a sense. He appeared in the Big Finish Unbound series. The series was written by Phil Ford and is directed by Gary Russell with Russell T. Davies and Julie Gardner and Piers Wenger as executive producers. John Berman made it through again. 
in late July, just as his Barry Manilow cover, I Made It Through, was climbing the charts, John Barrowman suffered injuries in a high-speed car crash. Shooting for an episode of Fifth Gear, John Barrowman walked away from this accident which occurred at 80 miles per hour. He was taking part in the race with Fifth Gear presenter Tiff Needell, who was in the passenger seat when the accident occurred. The 120,000 pound, or that's roughly translated to $240,000 Subaru, flipped four times and almost went into a lake at the bottom of a hill. Paramedics arrived on the scene and removed shattered glass from John Barrowman's eye, ouch, right there before taking him to hospital. Barrowman said, I'm lucky to walk away unscathed. I got a ticket off from my mom afterwards. Uh, we need to remind the very talented John Barrowman that he is not really Captain Jack, and he won't just regenerate and come back to life. But then again, he did walk away from this high-speed crash, so who knows? Maybe he is. Hey, be sure to catch episode 160 of Doctor Who Podshock. It's on the feeds right now. In our last episode here on the Sonic News Driver, I announced that Dominic Glynn would be appearing at the Big Chill Festival. On Doctor Who Podshock, we have him fresh on the heels of that event, along with Danny Stewart, in an interview about the festival and Doctor Who music themes and more. We also review Spearhead from Space. Catch it on the Doctor Who Podshock feeds or go to gallifernembassy.org or podshock.net. Support this podcast and get some great gear in terms of shirts, mugs, and alike sporting the Sonic News Driver artwork. Get your podcast swag at arttrap.com or sonicnewsdriver.com. Then click the store tab on the top. Hey, we're always looking for advertisers and sponsors to bring this show to you on a more regular basis. If you would be interested or know of those that would, please point them to arttrap.com. Well, that's it. That's going to wrap up this edition of the Sonic News Driver. Thank you for listening to the Sonic News Driver. Send feedback to feedback at sonicnewsdriver.com. This is Louis Trapani. You can follow me via Twitter at twitter.com slash Louis Trapani. Visit arttrap.com for more on this and other podcasts. This has been an Art Trap production. <laughs>